Welcome to Lawler Out Loud, and thank you for listening. I'm your host, Christy Lawler, and this podcast focuses on highlighting the amazing men and women that make a difference in the world. And we hope to prove that every single person has the power to make a difference and make an impact. Today's guest is Kendra Losey, CEO of Moda Marketing. So first, let me thank you, Kendra, for joining us today and sharing your unique perspective, your story, and your experiences. I'm very excited to dive into what you do and your industry. Thank you, Christy. It's great to be here. Oh, I'm very, very so, (laughs) so happy that we met this week because I'm super excited to expand my knowledge, but also offer this episode to our listeners because this is a very different piece. So cannabis and CBD marketing is your wheelhouse. And there's a lot of conversation, especially in the adult beverage industry where I work, you know, on how to pair up, how to partner, how, what are the threats? What are the changes? Like, how does this affect us overall so much? So I, I would love to dive right in and understand how you came to be the entrepreneur of a cannabis and CD, CBD marketing company. Absolutely. And I'm actually really excited about this topic as well, because there is a lot of overlap and very complementary um, aspects to cannabis and CBD and the adult beverage industry. I've seen it mm-hmm. and talking to people firsthand. And so it's really exciting. I'm excited to have this conversation as well. Yay. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun interview. I know. I'm excited. Um to start out, I actually, when I started my agency, when I decided to just go out on my own as an entrepreneur and start my own digital marketing agency, my very first client was a medical cannabis client. And so I was mm-hmm. learning all of the ins and outs of the regulations and it was pre-legalization of rec um, use here. In, I'm based in California, so it was pre-regulation, pre-legalization of recreational use for cannabis. And it gave me a chance to meet with a ton of people. Like I did a lot of networking events and really sought to learn as much as I could about what it takes to market cannabis successfully. And Mm -hmm. the regulations vary by state by state when it comes to cannabis specifically, not the hemp CBD, but the marijuana cannabis. Um, Of course. And so there's just a lot to learn, but the people in the industry have been amazing every single person I've met has been just an amazing person in their own way and the industry has attracted a lot of people who are very passionate about the plant passionate about helping people and passionate just about what they're doing yeah absolutely so what year was that that was 2000 the end of 2016 is when I started working with the client So have you, what changes have you seen since then? I mean, because it's developing rapidly. Oh my gosh. So just from a personal note, I started with the client and that's when I decided to go all in and helping companies market uh, cannabis. And the first time I went to a conference and said, that's what I do. Everyone laughed at me, asked me for samples. And over the years, every time I go back to that same (laughs) conference, 
people, it's gone from people laughing at me to people wanting to pick my brain to people wanting in to people being there who are already in the industry. And to me, that's an example of how the acceptance level has shifted around, you know, in California, but also around the world, around the country, at least. Um, Absolutely. Because there are, as more information comes out, there is more, you know, there's some negatives that we can touch on with the vaping stuff, but there's also just so many more, um, uh, so much more research coming out on what cannabis can help with that from a healing yes, perspective the benefits mm-hmm, the benefits are really tremendous mm-hmm. and so as that education starts um, becoming more available and information becomes more available more people are understanding that it actually can help um, and get past the stigmas yeah. of the drug wars and the just say no and all of the the past um, propaganda the gateway drug so to speak. I know yeah. I know exactly exactly all the past propaganda it's just they're like, no, no, if I'm not, I'm, if I don't want to pick up a crack pipe, I'm not going to all of a sudden do it because I picked up a joint one day. Absolutely. I mean, there was research. <laughs> I never understood that leap. I know. Even as a kid going through the D.A.R.E. program in the 80s and 90s, right. like I never understood the leap because I was like, I don't want to do a line of coke. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid to do it. I'm kind of a Pollyanna, but yeah, I'd like to see what marijuana is like. I'm curious about that. And I never did it until I actually um, wasn't concerned about it. Like I did it not because I was pressured into it, but because I wanted to experience it. And, um, and that was, you know, completely a hundred percent my choice Mm -hmm. sans pressure. Mm -hmm. And I've never ever said yes to something I didn't want to do in terms of, you know, back in the day, everything was illegal, other illegal drugs, you know? So I'm really glad that people like you have pioneered and held strong when you show up at a conference and people are laughing at you and making jokes like that's that's pretty tough when you're already, you know, an entrepreneur and you're already putting yourself out there and creating a vulnerable space for yourself to then be able to overcome that and become one of the first to the table and one of the pioneers, especially as a female business owner, that says a lot about your inner strength and who you are. Well, thank you. I, so I, compliment I never you. really looked at it that way, but thank you. I was looking at it as, um, um, you know, I, I'm a marketing exec, like I was a marketing executive for 20 years. And so mm-hmm. When I started my own business, I actually had to step back and try and figure out how to stand out from other marketers, mm-hmm. but also, you know, figure out what I want to do, how to stand out and where to specialize. And when I met some of the people in the industry, I just, I honestly fell in love and wanted to try and figure out how to work with these other people. Um, I have a very strong network of women entrepreneurs in cannabis who I just, I, mm-hmm. I love working with them. I love talking to them. It's just such a strong group of women that it's really, mm-hmm. um, it's made it, you know, that alone has made it worthwhile. And then when you add into everyone has a passion for helping others, that it just, it just yes. makes it 10 times more, more, right? Like I've always wanted that in my career. So yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, no, I understand. Cause I, I literally went through the same thing, but in my industry and it was like, okay, do I do this? Do I completely go all in? Do mm-hmm. I, take the leap without the safety net? Do I just jump and just count on myself and just 
put every all my eggs in my basket in my own basket instead of someone else's oh and um and you know and i've created this massive network of women in the beverage industry that we're all about empowering other women they're all just brilliant amazing beautiful humans inside as well as out and i would love to actually translate what i do with the witty group Mm -hmm. and the witty conference to cannabis Mm -hmm. because i feel like if we could build this and build it for other industries we're only going to make all women stronger regardless of where we fall in our in our business life i think just creating these pockets of supportive networking groups is going to be beneficial to everybody. Absolutely. Um, we should sidebar about that for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was like, totally. I was like, oh my God, like, I have this amazing yeah. idea. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, by the way, you and I are going to be besties. <laughs> um, so I hope you're okay with that. Cause that's just what's going to happen. Cause that's what I do. That's how I roll. Um, so, I love it. And, and I'm so excited because I really, and you, you touched on, you know, being in that scenario where you felt like kind of a talking point instead of being taken seriously when you started this journey. So, and I always ask people if they have a negative experience or a time in their lives that was less than positive, that they've been able to actually convert into a positive memory um, because of the way they grew out Mm -hmm. of it. And I'm wondering if that is one of those scenarios for you. You know, it's funny because I was so, so very convinced that what I was doing is the right path. And I, I fully understand that not everyone is willing to take the risk. You know, there's, there's many different risks in this situation, mm-hmm. right? So the first one is betting on ourselves. So becoming an entrepreneur, yeah. being ready to do what it takes and, and really stand, step up and stand out and be responsible for our own success or, you know, or failures and learning from them. Um, but mm-hmm. to me, there's also, you know, the, the cannabis side and, and people not accepting it. I, I knew that going into it, whether it's people's stereotypes and preconceived mm-hmm. ideas about cannabis, whether it is them laughing, you know, and then you're not even talking about the regulations and how it's still federally illegal. There's just, I've always been attracted yeah. to risk and I felt like this was a really safe risk for me to go into because of mm. the network of people I've been able to meet because it is actually knowing it's helping yeah. somebody. Um, but to, so I didn't see people's judgment or ideas as a negative. I actually took it as like, well, we're going to change this. So I took it as a challenge. Ooh, I love your attitude. Um, That's brilliant. I mean, that is what this show is all about is like how we can be impactful and make mm -hmm. a difference. That's exactly what you did. And I just, I just applaud you. you. Oh my gosh. You are, you are one tough cookie (laughs) for sure. Um, And that's awesome. So I want to know, talk a little bit about the education piece because you've touched on it. And I think that especially, you know, we were talking about this the other day, our biggest challenge, our biggest um, ask from the operation side in the beverage industry is training, Mm -hmm. training, training, Mm -hmm. training. When I've walked into a dispensary, not really knowing much about it, because it's way different now than it was when I was Mm -hmm. in college. um, I was immediately blown away and so impressed by the level of education 
that I could say, here's what I want to experience. I'm a lightweight. It takes nothing. And I, but I don't like being out of control and I don't like feeling like I'm floating above my head. So what, what do I want to buy? What do I want to take out of this so that I have the experience that I'm, and they would guide me through the whole thing. So that goes to the education that you're creating for these companies, not the dispensaries, but the companies that are producing the products that the dispensaries are selling. How have you managed to tackle the education piece so adeptly that as a consumer, I'm having that end experience? You know, that's a really good question. It's a really important one because there's a lot of false information out there as well as um, mm-hmm. some information that doesn't always get it quite right. And so people are, you know, particularly, honestly, particularly on the CBD side, there's a lot of misinformation and a lack of understanding. And, you know, and the same goes for the whole vaping thing. There's a ton of misinformation out there that's causing just automatic, you know, hands up in the air, all one response versus actually responding to it the way it should be. So, yeah. Excuse me. Um, a little bit about my background. My background is in, I spent 10 years in higher education. So working for universities and I mm-hmm. still teach to this day. And so for me, education is incredibly important. Um, it helped change my life and I've seen it help change a lot of other people's lives. So from the standpoint of education being key for me, it's, it's already up there. And then as I work with some of these brands mm-hmm. and some of these companies that I've worked with, you know, education as a value is really important because if you're not giving the right information, the right education out to the end consumer, particularly since cannabis is different than it used to be, since people's reactions to it, you know, a lot of times it's a lot stronger, there's more edibles, there's just more product availability. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to educate because you want people to have a good experience. There are an increasing number of brands every year. And so if you're going to drive product loyalty and create that passion for your mm-hmm. product you need to make sure that they that people are educated about it know why it's different but also know how it's going to affect them because there's so many unknowns mm-hmm. yeah and you know I worked with a client yes. who we drafted up the articles and the blog posts and the white papers and guides and everything else we did for them and then it was vetted by scientists to make sure that, okay, this is, you know, we're just the marketing people and the business owner, but here's the science. Let's check the science to make sure it's, it's good. Let's run it by a doctor and make sure that it's what we're saying is accurate. So it's really making sure that those Mm -hmm. double, triple checks are in place when you're, when you're providing information that's going to affect how someone feels, right? If you, if you take too much, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to have a good experience, most likely. And so yeah. helping people understand yeah. dosing. Yeah, I definitely right. know what and you're so saying. If you, can, if you can help people anticipate their results and create that best experience, you know, you're going to, it's mm-hmm. just, they're going to be much happier with you. They're going to trust you. You know, there's honestly a lot yeah. of people start have started asking me and brands about what to do about their parents, right? Like their parents aren't accepting. How do we help their yeah. parents? have less pain, do, you know, feel a certain way, do a certain thing. And there's a lot of different options, but if you're going to be, it's one thing to ask it for yourself. It's another, if you want to hand it over to somebody else and make recommendations for somebody else. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So when you're producing all of this, and I love that you are going through, I mean, that is, that is intensive going through that many different levels of study and confirmation and double checks before you even are really putting it to the client for their review. Like that's a lot, a lot of, of work. The client that wants that too. Like, uh, you know, a lot of the, all, a lot of the people oh, that I, the brands and companies that I work with, that's what they want. They want to provide a trusted, become a trusted resource as part of their brand. And so, you know, sometimes I tap into people, sometimes they have the people on staff or contracted because they understand the importance as well. Yeah. Well, they're, they're investing mm-hmm. in having a, a mm-hmm. brand identity mm-hmm. too. And, and that's what, and you know, and it's funny because as a consumer, I think every different dispensary I've ever walked into, I've never noticed the same product <laughs> twice. So I always have to re-educate myself before mm-hmm. I make any decisions because I have, I've, you know, lack of education. I've had mm-hmm. the wrong experience for my needs. And I'm like, whoa, I need to find a hole and crawl into it right now because I <laughs> don't recognize my brain. <laughs> which can be fun if that's what you're into. Um, but that was not the particular need state right. I was in at the right. point in time. And, but I did notice immediately, I'm not a great sleeper. I'm a very mm-hmm. type A. So my, my mind is always racing about everything. I tend to wake up in the middle of the night with like, <laughs> Oh my God, I need to do this. Or I'll have an idea in a dream and then I'll have to get out of bed and go to work. Um, I did notice that, taking the proper dosage of the proper Mm -hmm. product style gives me the most restful Mm -hmm. sleep. It is amazing. And it has really, really shifted my life. It's made my, my -hmm. life a lot healthier because I'm getting a better Mm -hmm. rest at night. And I think that if people just knew that, like my, my (laughs) fellow insomnia sufferers out there and my fellow type A's, if y'all just knew this one piece, it's so different. Um, and I think that what you're doing to educate everyone is very, very useful, necessary. And as a consumer, I appreciate your work greatly. Um, yeah. yeah. So I want to know. Um, okay. So clearly you, you're, you know <laughs> what you're doing. You're p- passionate about it. But if you had like Bill Gates kind of bankroll, would you be doing this for a living or Ooh, what would you be doing? Great question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no money. You know, I would actually, Thank I you. love it. And it's so a lot before I got into higher education, um, I actually used to work for companies that were doing marketing for companies like Tiffany's or like budget rent a car, or, you know, um, the gap brands. Mm-hmm. And I got tired, honestly, of helping Tiffany sell more diamonds. Right. So that's how I got into higher education because I wanted (laughs) to find a way to feel better about myself, even if I'm doing the same work. And so, and that same path and those values led me to cannabis because once again, it's it's helping people. I'm also a fellow insomniac. And I, when I, just when I started getting into the industry, one (sighs) of the women I met was a nurse in LA and she specialized in cannabis. And so I did a whole health intake with her. I gave her all, you know, all my details and we met and she had products. She had vetted the products for me specifically based on what I needed. And some of those were for sleep because I can stay up all night long. You know, once I'm yeah. asleep, I'm asleep, but I can't ever turn off that brain trigger to fall asleep. And so she gave me products yeah. to help. And once again, it changed my life. 
but it also gave me a great foundation of how you can find the information and get into taking healthy doses and healthy, you know, being smart about what you're taking. Um, so long story short, I yeah. love helping people and empowering people. And I'm trying to do the same for the, you know, the business owners and ultimately the end consumers. So yeah, absolutely. If I had Bill Gates bankroll, I might be doing things a little bit differently, but I'd still be doing it. Yeah. I feel the same <laughs> way about my company, but I love to ask that question because everybody has different passions that are either, you know, inside or outside mm-hmm. of what they do mm-hmm. for a living every day. And oftentimes I find that people that are in, you know, the beverage industry, they're doing what they love. They don't feel like they're working most days. Do we have bad days? Yeah. We have stressful days. Yeah. But for the most part, we absolutely love what we do. And I and I'm interested in in asking that about other professions too, because I find that especially entrepreneurs, we chose this path not because we want to be Gil- Bill Gates rich, but because we want to make mm-hmm. a difference in the lives of others. And we find our niche. Um, so do you have any regrets, anything that you would go back and change if you could, or something that taught you such a great lesson, you would do it again and differently you know, in the that's future? That's a really good question. I think that, you know, part of me automatically said that you. as you were asking that, that I would have started earlier. It took, I had a lot of resistance to starting my own business. And part of that mm. was because my parents had a business and I saw how hard they worked and I saw what they did. And so that gave me a guideline of what, you know, honestly to do and what not to do, but I would have started my business earlier. But that said, had I started my business earlier, I wouldn't be where I am right now because cannabis wouldn't have been on my radar earlier. It took, it took the timing. That's very true. So while I, you know, while I would like to say that, oh, I would start earlier. Oh, I would do this or I do that. Everything fell into place in a way that it wouldn't have had I, had I had a different path. And for that, I'm really grateful. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's, um, I, I love, I love the way you answered that question. Definitely. Because you're right. Anything that we look back on were, and we would change something, we would necessarily take mm-hmm. ourselves out of where we are right now. And if we're happy where we are right now, it means we've reconciled the decisions yeah. that got us Absolutely. here, good or bad, Absolutely. you know, it, it, it shows that we've <laughs> actually paid attention to our journey, um, which is good. We should pay attention to our own journey. Um, so if, if, if people want to learn more um, about what you do, what you offer, who you are and um, how to mm-hmm. kind of get engaged with you for their brands, um, how do you want people to be able to Great reach question. you? I am at um, Kendra at motomarketing.com. That's my website. Mota Marketing is M-O-T-A Marketing. It's uh, Spanish mm-hmm. for marijuana. Um, Mota Marketing is my oh. URL for Facebook, Instagram, where have you. I do have a Facebook live show that I run um, interviewing people about cannabis. So different people in the business to help once again, highlight entrepreneurs doing amazing things and also give people the valuable information they need so that's on that's on Facebook yeah and and tell us the name because I love the (laughs) name and I just want you to say it my Facebook live show is called cannabis marketing live all puff no fluff 
I just love it. I, I think <laughs> I think we're spirit animals. Um, so I what I'm going to do is um, for our listeners, I will be putting all the links for Kendra and how to reach her in her bio. Um, and I am so grateful to journey into the world of cannabis with with another female entrepreneur. Um, especially, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to met you this week and that you were willing to come on my show. I'm so excited to meet you. I'm excited to be here. I love sharing my story and all of the, you know, ins and outs of cannabis and CBD with other people. So thank you for this opportunity. Oh, no, I think it's very valuable information because our two industries, they don't need to be frenemies. They should just be friends. We're all we're all in the business of creating an experience Absolutely. for other people, mm-hmm. right? hundred percent, hundred percent. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate it. I'm super grateful, and um, thank you all for tuning in to Lawler Out Loud, mixing up the mainstream. <laughs>